damn it. If I know that my hand didn't get in something that's either shit, piss, or poop, or anything disgusting, if it was a juice, an alcoholic beverage, some kind of scenty thing, I normally smell my fingers, and I smell them bad. What I am your host, Michael Joseph. This is my co-host, Adam Michael. Adam! Hey, Mike. How's it going? Pretty good. Let me clarify that first stupid thing I said. Um, Because I've been bartending now, I like to push my fingers into the bar mats whenever I spill whiskey or vodka, uh, grapefruit juice, simple, anything, any kind, anything that comes in that gets a little spilly, I push my fingers in there, and and I smell I smell my hands. I love the smell of um, uh, alcohol. I, I like it. And uh, I've been caught several times at work. People have inquired, what are you doing shoving your fingers up your fucking nose, Michael? <laughs> and I... Uh, I I, I tell them I I like to smell my fingers up whatever is on them I want to smell them Hmm. that's what I meant Adam how's it going what's going on Um, not too bad I I, I'm still a little stuck on this you sniffing your fingers at work thing yeah I don't want to get a reputation I I find that well you know I I you know when you're bartending you're pretty visible Uh excuse me I belched. I, uh, but I'm actually a service bartender. That means that uh, whatever drinks that are ordered in the dining room that the servers get, uh, they put them in the computer and those are printed over to me. So I actually don't have interaction when I'm not serving tables. If I'm doing service bar, I don't have any interaction. You're kind of behind the scenes. Totally. Yeah. So there's, I have my own corner, but I'm still pretty visible like i have to keep everything clean because right people can see it but i I love it i I, I really really love it it's it's great but a a thing that i do is um i yes i i push my uh fingers into the the bar mass and and i i smell them so long as Um, you keep them clean you know yeah no i i rinse and wash (laughs) before making a drink but i think it's funny when you're making drinks uh I do, you know, like martinis or Manhattans or old fashions, they always get a rind of orange or lemon peel. And then you you have to, like with a lemon drop, you, you take a, a two-inch uh, lemon rind and, and you, you take it off and then you spin it and squeeze it so it's this spiral and you pull it and your fingers are all over it and then you just drop it right in the drink. Um, but, you know, they say that, you know, the alcohol, I guess, kills everything. Which I wouldn't give a shit. I, all the drinks I make are delicious. I'd drink the hell out of them, even yeah, if I knew that it w- I was a dip sniffer. <laughs> well, uh, I, I'm glad you're liking your new job. Um, well, it's a new position so. at the job I had. So, yeah. uh, Thank you, Rachel. My manager, Rachel, she's a 
actually, she's a fantastic woman, and I, and I, uh, yeah, thanks. Totally let me do that. Yeah, that's awesome. Pretty cool. What about you, Adam? What the hell's going on with the new baby? Oh, the baby's doing great. Um, he couldn't he couldn't be better, you know, for his age. He he eats every like four hours or so, yeah. sometimes oh. more frequently, what just before bedtime. But he sleeps good. Um, our a couple of our other kids had birthdays this last week. We've got two birthdays in early September, and uh, so we celebrated. Had an insane amount of children over here <laughs> last Friday, and uh, there was also yeah. a torrential rainfall that night, so oh, some of the kids yeah. got wet getting in the door, but uh, they were pretty amped up and ran around the house like crazy people for an hour or two. Oh, man. Wait, this yeah. house? Yeah. Oh. yeah we, we were full to the brim. Am I going to get a cold children. from touching everything? Uh I don't think so. They seemed in good health. Oh, man, but you know how one of them might have had the plague. Oh. So. But yeah, well, I mean, things that's are sound, that's cool, man. Good. That's cool. I'm sure I would have enjoyed it if I would have been able to come. I don't know. You you might have wanted to split cuz it was pretty Could I have been drunk around the children? Uh maybe. I mean, there, I mean, I would have done it before be, getting here. I'd gotten a ride. And, that just showed up destroyed. Would that have been okay? Yep, I think so. I mean, they they wouldn't have known. Their parents are probably all drunk most of the time anyway. So. Oh, really? Oh. Ah, oh, that's, <laughs> well, I hear that adults deal with a lot of problems uh, that way. I, 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 I wouldn't uh, know. That's okay, Adam. I, man, I just have no time. And I have no one to do that with. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I wish I did. Mm. Um, and I, I mean, wish I You can always drink cold ones with me but Yeah well you know but I'm I'm the same guy I want to be a sloppier bastard <laughs> And I need uh, A, a uh, Negative inhibitor Is We're always mm. drinking cold ones When we record but by cold ones I usually mean seltzer water Seltzer water so that's, what, that's what we're drinking Because we're not at my house so I gotta drive home after this and it's late Um Folks, this show is called 1991. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. If I didn't, well, you know what? Damn it. I did it on the other episode, so give me a goddamn break on this one, please. You know what you're listening to. Seriously, folks. Shit. This isn't a surprise. Son of a bitch. Actually, we might have some surprises tonight. This what? Is a, we, tonight, will be talking about the year 1998. 1998? What the fuck? The top alternative songs. Oh, my God. From that year. We're I... Forty to twenty-one. You know half the, of the chart. The early '90s, I think, is sometimes a little bit. You you kind of know what to expect, but the later '90s, especially, I'm I'm going to assume something that I'm not I, I'm I'm not going to know what's going to go because alternative rock music, you know, rock pop, you know, pop rock music, radio rock, whatever, was really expanding in the mid to later '90s, and so oh, yeah, I'm I am fucking excited once again ladies and gentlemen adam kind of knows what's about to be played i i got no fucking idea i got no idea what's about to yeah. be played i uh i i do some pre-gaming and know the songs i have to make the playlist and adam does a lot i do a little research yeah he does more work up than some I, do. Stuff I don't do shit but mike brings the recording equipment and uh you know he he masters and 
mixes and edits the episodes. And oh, that's right. He, he does his weight. He pulls his weight, too. The only edit I've ever done is take out the name of our friend that used to say he would play with John Mayer and Erica Badu. And he's a <laughs> fucking liar and he never played with any of them. <laughs> what a loser. You know who I'm talking about. And you know what? Even if he did, you know what? Screw you, dude. You, you should have brought more evidence, dumbass. Anyway, continue, Adam. Well, let's just uh, let's get to some music. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna be in so much trouble. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Holy shit! I'm right off the bat, can't hardly wait. <laughs> this is number forty, Smash Mouth. <laughs> You know, I want to hate it, but I don't. I don't hate it. (laughs) Yeah, no, you know, it was on the movie Can't Hardly Wait, and that was a great movie. So this is a cover of a song. Previously recorded by Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons and Question Mark in the Mysterians. Now they, they recorded this for, like you said, the 1998 teen comedy Can't Hardly Wait. Dude, put that shit on television right fucking now. When they made that movie, they thought, you know, the best part of a teen movie is always the party scene, so let's just make a whole movie set at the party. Hell yeah, dude. That movie is amazing. This was also on their second triple platinum album, Astro Lounge. Astro Lounge. That album, of course, featured All Star. The biggest main song of all time, pretty much. No, I think that was on their previous one. Uh, Who You Mad or something. Oh, yeah. um, I can't remember. Seven weeks on this chart peaked at number 30. This is Can't Get Enough of You, Baby by Smash Mouth. Dude, Smash Mouth. Kind of a novelty to me. Yeah. Um, I actually I tried listening to a, a Smash Mouth album recently. I, I never had before. Uh, it was their first one. I was not really able to get through no, it. I had to, no, I never. Yeah. had to turn it off. No. Um, there was a lot of suckage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I, agree. I agree. They might kind of be deserving of their um, joke it, status. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, I don't know. Yeah, that, they, uh, you they know, get it, a lot of crap. They get a lot of crap, and I'm gonna give them some more. Hey, Smash Mouth, eat shit. Well, they do. <laughs> Dude, that was right good, Adam. Now. Holy shit, are you serious? Yes, 39. Are you serious? Fat Boy Slim. The Rockefeller Skate. This is the Christopher Walken song. No, 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 that, that's Weapon of Choice. Oh, shit, that's right. Right. <laughs> From their platinum album, You've Come a Long Way, Baby. I, I didn't. I never understood the the what, what the big deal was with Fat Boy Slim. It, I feel like I'm in seventh grade again. So 
this samples like four or five different songs. And uh, to clear royalties, they made nothing off of this recording. Haha, <laughs> bitches. I have a list of all the songs that it samples if you want to know. Yeah, dude, go ahead. Vinyl Dog Vibe by Vinyl Dogs. Sliced Tomatoes by the band Just Brothers. Holy shit. I Fought the Law by the Bobby Fuller Four. Whoa. And Beat Girl by John Barry and his orchestra. Damn. Also, uh, the song Peter Gunn by Art of Noise featuring Dwayne Eddy. So there's a bunch of stuff you can probably forget. Yeah. Speaking of uh, songs from teen comedies, this was in She's All That. She's All That. And American Pie. No way, dude. I prefer American Pie, but She's All That is pretty damn good. Two weeks on this chart. Peaked right here at number 39. Fat Boy Slim with the Rockefeller Skank. The Funk Soul Brother. Yeah, I didn't like that shit at all. <clears throat> didn't like it. Dude, remember like the the second episode we recorded, we played a Candlebox song. Oh god, yeah. Far behind and I said, Is Candlebox a one hit wonder? Yeah, you did say that. I thought they were too. I, I think th- technically I thought they, they were one and a half. One and a half. Well here they are again, like four years later. With It's Alright. Holy shit. From the third album, Happy Pills. Uh, it features Pearl Jam's former drummer, Dave Crewson. Hmm. You're at right now, baby. It's alright with me. Behind your truth or somewhere. Have you ever heard this before? No, and I, I you love it. I, this sounds like some, de- you know, depressed. I've said it before in recent episodes. If you sound like you don't want to be living anymore, fucking go ahead and kill yourself. I hate it. I hate this shit so much. God, you know, I'd, I'd rather eat mold. Trying to fix an audio issue here. Oh, no. It's getting worse. I need a new little dongle thing here. That where the hell was the chorus? Nothing, nothing is even like steady. No, nothing happens. Stupid. Who who wrote this song? Candlebox. No, I, I want the name of the son of a bitch who wrote this piece of shit. Are you gonna hunt him down? Yeah. No. Don't have time for that. I'm gonna shit. skip ahead a little bit because it does change farther into the song. Buckle up. Here we go. No, that's pretty terrible. I hate this, dude. Please, please turn this. Oh, there it is. I mean, I'm not saying it's better. Just saying it's different. 
What the hell? Same song. About three well, minutes just, and just right. ten seconds in. Just have another song right now. Just a new song. That's not a bad riff. Oh, that's good. There you go, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to move it. No, I still hate it. So, yeah, me too. No, this shit sucks. Candlebox. Fuck Sorry, you. Candlebox. Yeah, eat my penis. Or, well, actually, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, four weeks. Peaked at 32. Yeah. It's all right by Candlebox. <laughs> if that's no, your it isn't kind of thing. Right. Have you ever heard of Feeder? Feeder? No. Song's called High. Oh, the gold album yes. polythene. Yes, dude, I know that. I love this song. I've heard this. This was also on the Can't Hardly Wait. On Can't Hardly Wait. Yes. <laughs> dude, I fucking love this. Yeah, to play this shit right now. Yes. Great song, great chorus coming up. Yeah, dude, I love this chorus. Preston Myers? Dude, Amanda. This song has gotten comparisons to a few Smashing Pumpkin tracks. Yeah. Today and Mayonnaise, both from Siamese Dream. You can really hear it in the chorus. I don't know. I like it for what it is. Oh, yeah, I like it a lot. 12 weeks on this chart, peaked at 24. I like this song. It's just a good mood song, man. This is going this is on a our song. Uh, forgotten hits of the '90s list. Dude, this is this is such a yearning. I love those yearning songs. It's like the it's like the guy that you know he didn't get what he wants, but you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna get what I need. And he goes out in his life and he achieves. He can't believe what he's achieving. He can't believe it. And all the things he wanted, they're, they're looking up at him because he's climbing a big fucking hill. And they're just like, holy <laughs> shit, man, did he fly Look at him, there? look at him, he's good. Oh my God. You know, he used to want me. Wow. I was never good enough. I was never fucking good enough. That's you, Preston. And you got Amanda. You got her. 37... Feeder with high, great song. Feeder, man. <sighs> Guys, thank you. Feeder, I really, really hope some of these bands can hear us. The ones that we hate so that they feel terrible, but the ones that we love, like Feeder, so that they know that we're thankful, that, that everybody's thankful. Guys, people are thankful for your song. They are. 
You should be really proud of yourselves, guys. Thank you. Fucking great song, man. Yes. Awesome. Check that one out. Go do it. Yes, man. I'm excited. I am awake. Oh, God. One of my favorite bands. One of my least favorite fucking songs. Yeah, it's not that bad. This is Ava Adore by the Smashing Pumpkins at 36. hear his bald head <laughs> I can hear his eye shadow lead single from Adore the platinum album follow up to Melancholy not as good no not as good you know actually this song's okay but lot of notes on this song because this was like this album was kind of like their version of rumors by Fleetwood Mac because there was so much going on with the band oh yeah Billy was going through a divorce they fired Jimmy Chamberlain Uh, Billy was like recording in isolation from the rest of the band they rented a house to bring the band together but James Ehaw wouldn't show up there and come around Billy said he got stuck on the idea that he needed to prove he was a true artist, which is, you know, That's stupid. Yeah. I mean, like, he already had put out incredible music. He was a great, he is a great artist. artist. I will be taken seriously. Dude, that's so stupid. He's such a fucking idiot sometimes. Billy Corgan. Dude, I don't think you are anymore, because I heard your, I heard your uh, interview with Joe Rogan, and I, I thought it was awesome. But back then, man, you were delusional and sad. Just do your fucking job and make a record. I mean, you're great at it, so shut the fuck up, you whiny little bitch. Listen, he's whining. Cry, baby. Why don't you get a tissue, you stupid fuck? This is not that good, Billy. Your best work is behind you. <laughs> Did you just turn it off? No, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it drives me crazy because, I man, I love those early records. Yeah, this was never one of my favorites. No, I didn't really like this one. This is probably the best part of the song right here. The chorus is great, yeah. Twenty-four weeks on this chart. Keeped at number three. The Door by the Smashing Pumpkins. Great band. Great band. Billy Corgan, great, great, great songwriter. Band. Do you really? like Zwan? No, not at all. Dude, I like Zwan. Really? Yeah. Dude, no. It's good. Dude, I, <laughs> no. Because, you know, because the, the, the song, that one single that they had, like their first single, I did like that a lot. What was it called? Um... Which one? I don't know which one um, was like. I don't know. It was like the, the first. The only song title I can think of right now is Mary Star of the Sea. No, that's not it. Um, uh, oh, and then there's the one. It's like, yeah, or something. Um, I don't know. I can't think right now. I don't. Uh, yeah. I mean, Billy. 
Um. Have we heard? Wait, we. I feel like we've we've done this before. Not this song. We've done Cheryl Crow a few times. This is from her platinum third album, The Globe Sessions. This is my favorite mistake. Do you know who this song is about? Yeah. It's about Eric Clapton. Is that right? Yeah. Because they, they were like totally a thing for just a, well, a second. I mean, it's widely believed to be about Eric Clapton. Some people actually think it's about Jacob Dylan of the Wallflowers. But she has said that she doesn't consider her relationship with Clapton to be a mistake. But. I do like the song. I love Cheryl Crow. She's great. Lots of Nami's. There's Nami's on this one? Yeah, this won the Grammy for Best Rock Album. Dude, Cheryl Crow is, she's a, she's, I think she's a fantastic songwriter. I love yeah. Cheryl Crow. Bravo, Cheryl Crow. You're amazing. And you're beautiful, too. Dude, yeah. And, you know, she was with Lance Armstrong, that fucking cheater. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, God. Yeah. Dude, I hope he falls and gets eaten by a bear and he's he's alive for most of it. He's just, he's just crying and moaning and, and then finally his head is broken. I'm going to revenant him. Yeah, but only I don't want him to survive. All right. Yeah, fuck you, Lance. You're a piece of shit. I hope you burn to death. It can be arranged. Good. Throw I mean, him in the fucking pit. Not by me. Anyway, uh, Cheryl Crow. Yeah, she's great. on this chart. Peaked at number 26. Damn. I can't believe a door got higher than this. On this chart, I don't know how it fared on other charts. Uh, I bet it did great on others. Good stuff, Cheryl. Always. She's one of those artists that's just, you know, really consistently good. But we better move along. That's number 35, Cheryl Crow, my favorite mistake. Cheryl Crow. Awesome. We seem to always catch a better than Ezra track that's on the charts. Really? (laughs) Dude, they did never. Longevity. (laughs) I mean, this one's called One More Murder. This is probably my least favorite of all the better than Ezra tracks we played but uh, this dude was on a lot of TV shows it was on a show called Homicide Life on the Street it was on a show called Third Watch it was on Charmed it was on the X-Files including the movie soundtrack what soundtrack? the X-Files oh. 
is from their more experimental fourth album, How Does Your Garden Grow? Which was. Dude, it sounds like. It doesn't sound like them. I doesn't if you if you played this for me I, I wouldn't know who it was I would never have guessed that it was better than Ezra yeah after songs like desperately wanting and good yeah in the blood that was a good one I mean I don't want to say about it but I mean We've got a really good segue because it was on the X-Files movie soundtrack. And so was this. I'm glad that you did not play any more of that. Yeah, we were done with that. Yeah, no. no. Better than Ezra's got a lot of exposure oh, is this here. Oh, the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Oh. Walking after you. I, I, lo- I love the Foo I think I've already gone into great detail. I mean, we, we could pause this right now and spend two fucking hours on how great the Foo Fighters are. Someday we'll do that. Someday I think, we'll no, do I, it. I, I, whole I, no, we Foo must. We must. Episode. We must. I, I love this. The chorus. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've never heard this song, and bear with me, ladies and gentlemen, to try and relate just a little bit. I, I know that I'm a piece of shit asshole. I've, I've probably said things that have offended a lot of you. I'm sorry. Please come back and listen to me. Please. I don't have that many friends. It's me and Adam, and, and we're satisfied. It's great. But that's all we got. Anyway, the chorus, ladies and gentlemen, this, this is what I want to bring to your attention. Bring your attention right here. Fantastic chorus right here. Listen to this. Just just really let it hug you. Oh, wait. Never mind. Uh, Off. <laughs> I thought it was going to be right there. This is, of course, on their double platinum second album, The Color and the Shape. The first that wasn't just Dave. But this version is from the X-Files movie soundtrack. It's got more of like a shuffle drum beat. Um, different from the yeah. album version. Okay, here comes the chorus. Here comes it. It's right here. Right here. I, th- I promise. I promise. Here it is. Let go. get the uh the version that was on the radio and on yeah. the x-files i had to uh, play it from the music video which i purchased forever ago a bunch of foo, yeah foo videos the food oh, man i love foo fighters music videos but this is like one of my least favorite it's just it's like, too it's, it's, it's not, not funny fun. dude it's yeah. not funny <laughs> it's gotta be funny it's like 
serious and yeah. boring and arty. Yeah, trying to be artistic. Arty, uh, Dave, I think that you know what you did wrong here. I'm just kidding. Dave does know. Dave Grohl. Um, Dave, you know, everybody loves you, Dave, and you know, I. I, I just I can't I can't believe what you've done uh, everything you've done everything has been so fantastic you, you've written incredible material you uh, you seem to love your life and oh yeah uh, he's, you, he's every, living the life and he's, he's doing it right you know I, I, I feel bad for saying thank you to feeder with such intensity because I really want to bring that intensity for the Foo Fighters and for Dave Grohl uh, but I feel like I'm just out of gas, and I just, damn. Dude, I'll give you some gas. Okay. Foo Fighters are one of my favorite bands. They have been for a long time, and they've I, done. Dave, uh, yeah, he he. They kick your ass. Great they, things they all throughout their career. Yes, dude. Their music kicks you in the fucking balls with the biggest, gentlest smile, right in the fucking balls. And if you're a woman, uh, in the ankles or wherever it hurts. Well, I mean, anywhere. I mean, yeah, you don't want you I don't want to be kicked. When when you saw him live and experienced the raw power for yourself, um, the greatest concert that I've ever been to. Um, I had and uh, I'm not gonna bullshit. I, I it was the only major big big concert that I've ever been to. It was my first one, but I, I could not believe it. Uh, I've said this before on another show, and um. I, I saw them in Bossier City, Shreveport, Bossier City, probably the lamest, most useless piece of shit waste <laughs> of town in in America. And and I really kind of thought that they were just going to get on stage and just kind of go through the motions. And that's all I expected uh, because, you know, they're the biggest rock band in the world. They've retained that that level for so long, and they still have it, and it, it hasn't at all uh, wiltered in any way. No, dude, they came out. Dave was personal. They were um, totally... My dog's freaking out oh, in the no. other room. Should we pause it? Maybe for a second. Let's I'll, pause I'll the show. Hold on one second, folks. Okay, uh, now we're back. We did something with the dog. Um going to have the dog waking up the whole house. No, yeah, of course not. Anyway, yeah, totally great show. The Foo Fighters came out on time. They played for three hours. Dave Grohl was in movement and motion the entire time. The whole band, they were... They play <sighs> things from their entire career. And then they spanned the entire career. It was incredible. Incredible. They joked. They they, they were funny. They played um, Imagine. The piano player started to play the song Imagine by John Lennon, and Dave was like, I think we all really need this song right now. It's going to bring us all together. <laughs> but then he started singing the lyrics to Van Halen's Jump over the chord progression perfect fit. dude perfect it, it fit. was hilarious dude everybody 15,000 people or whatever just laughing it was fucking awesome I was so drunk dude damn it I was drunk I don't know who you are but you seem very nice so will you talk to me shall I tell you a story who the hell is this this is Kay's Choice Oh, Everything yeah. for free. I I remember their song "I'm Not an Addict." That song I liked. I don't know about this. Damn. 
is a Belgian band. The Platinum Album in Belgium. Cocoon Crash. I'm inspired. It's hard to talk over it because she doesn't stop singing. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's been singing this entire time. Um, so this is produced by Gil Norton. He produced The Blue Fighters, Color of the Shade. Huh. That song we heard. I don't Six like weeks it. on this chart. Peaked at number 16. Kay's choice with... I'm I'm Everything so exhausted with it. It's kind of uh, exhausting because <sighs> it's so relentless with the. I hated it. God, I hated that of shit. The vocals. Uh, yeah. That was so fucking terrible. God, that was shit. If you liked it, check out Kay's. <laughs> <laughs> song was on Talladega Nights. Dude, this was the song (laughs) that I was talking about episodes ago. Monster Magnet with Space Lord. Dude, I loved this shit when it came out. The gold album Power Trip. So weird, dude. Here comes the chorus. It's fucking... Oh, wait, no. No, it's not. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Here it is. song it was huge on the radio and i totally loved it i was in seventh grade me and me and my friend tim mccutcheon we 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 loved this song tim what's up dude what are you doing what the hell are you doing i like how the lead singer yeah see how like he gets so excited in between all the phrases now it picks up find it comical and enjoyable in a very uh, nostalgic kind of way. I'm just kind of remembering different things right now. I'm remembering the pavement of the school, the field, the principal, the, the uniform that I wore, uh, the lunches I ate, the food I traded for lunch. Uh, I, try, I, I would do anything to get some Dunkaroos. Delicious Dunkaroos. 
So that mother mother there was yeah. was a radio edit oh. of the uh, original lyrics, but they never released any other version. It's just mother mother. Classy monster magnet, very classy. Twelve weeks on this chart, peaking at number twenty-nine, but I went to three on the rock chart. Space Lord by Monster Magnet at number thirty-one. God, what a weird, weird. Alt radio in the in the year nineteen ninety-eight was a weird place. Oh, that's awesome. You remember a band called Marcy Playground? Yeah, dude. Yes, dude, Are you ready right for now. it? Fuck yes. This is not it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a Saint Saint Joe? Saint Joe on the school bus. I actually like. I actually do like this song. All oh, right. The chorus is pretty cool. Actually, I kind of like the whole song. I don't think I remember ever hearing any other song by them other than their big hit "Sex and Candy." Yeah. Platinum album, probably off the success of. Uh, Sex and Candy totally. more than St. Joe. No, th- this album is very weird. It's not very good. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I might give it a listen to some of this see what it's like. This song is about being bullied. Twenty-one weeks on this chart. Peaked at number eight. Got a groove. There's a groove there. There's a groove there. That's alright. I can see this being on the same album, you know. I love this guy's lazy vocals, though, you know? Yeah, he's just kind of like. Just do it lazy, dude. Okay. Like that? Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Right there. Right there. So that I really don't want out of your I, mouth. I don't, I, don't you, I don't want you to care at all. I don't want you to care. The words just kind of slide out of his face. <laughs> <laughs> Number 30. Thank you, Marcy Playground. Maybe someday we'll hear your bigger hit. Man, I hope so. I love that song. Sex and Candy, dude, that song fucking Oh, I'm going to tell you right now, this song worked on me as a 13-year-old. Whoa. What? Oh. (laughs) Oh, I... Yes, dude. I know it's I know it's a little gay, but I love this shit. <laughs> she grew up with the children of the stars. Yeah, 
Give it to us. In the Hollywood Hills and the Boulevard. This is Sean Mullins Los Lullaby. Angeles. Her parents threw big parties. Everyone was uh, Can I come? This talk singing thing they he does in the verses just like made everything he said sound so profound. <laughs> totally, man. Oh, man. Uh, dude. This is another one of the year and eat. She feels safe now. Late. Okay. All right. Guys, come, come with me. All right. C- come with me. All right. All right. She, you're you're in a, you're in a suburban, right, with your friends. Right. The mom, she's driving to like the roller rink or some shit, or the mall or some shit like that. You know that girl is there. She's fucking there. Or the guy. You know, if you're if you're a girl listening, that guy or anybody who just the one you want. One, and then this song comes on. You start envisioning yourself just twirling and shit in the autumn, in the autumn breeze. God, it's these yearning songs of the 90s. God damn it, I love this. Ah, oh, man, that major two to the four. Pause. Beautiful. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Dude, it's so fucking good, man. The song woke me up on my alarm one morning. Like, I had a clock radio. And, mm-hmm. and um, it was dark in my room, but, like, uh, my door was cracked open, and there was a light out in the hall. And uh, I just laid in bed and listened to this song after I woke up. And I was like, man, this is this song is heavy. Yeah. It's so meaningful. She smiled once in a while. Made me think of the girl I liked at the time. Yeah, dude, it's always with the girl. Mm. Those women. Those ladies, y'all. You ladies. You know what, women? (laughs) Ladies of the world, thank you. Thank you for your beauty. Thank you for your passion. Thank you for your inspiration. There are women out there that inspire men to do incredible things. And we thank you for that. You, you are the gatekeepers of life, quite literally. There could be no one in the world without you. Women, we need you. You are important. You are loved. And we couldn't do anything without you. Who's the guy that sings this song? Sean Mullins? Sean Mullins. Sean Mullins. You've inspired me to say all that shit. Thanks, Sean. Women, this is for you. Cheers, ladies. This album, Soul's Core, was his eighth album, and it went platinum off the strength of this song. 18 weeks on this chart, it peaked at number 7. It's number 29, Lullaby. Everybody have a good little... Oh, everybody thinks this song is called Rockabye because that's what he says in the song, but... It's Lullaby. That was great. I really enjoyed that. So, just in the same vein as that... (laughs) Corn? We've got corn with Got the Life. <laughs> Alternative radio. Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> Welcome to the world of new metal, Mike. Yeah, no, this was this was pretty much the dawn. Five time third album, Follow the Leader. From Corn with a K. I gotta, I gotta admit, they they have an original sound. Nobody sounds like Corn. They've yeah. I mean, like, what the hell is the guitar player doing? I don't know. I'm, I'm paying attention to that bass. Yeah, just rumbling around Dude, down feel, there. Fieldy is great. It's 
I always like that. This part is the right worst there. part of the song. <laughs> Dude, I like that. That's no, terrible. I mean, it was awesome. <laughs> this song like exemplifies the things that mean new metal to me. Like that rumbly, slappy bass. Yeah, yeah Fieldy man, he he had like a like a sound all his own. Overly angsty vocals. Totally angsty. Jonathan Davis. Down-tuned seven-string guitars. Yeah, those Ibanez sevens. Those yeah. were so stupid. <laughs> Have you ever played a seven-string? No. <laughs> you only need six. Anyone who thinks you need seven is a dumb piece of shit. What you can't do with six, you think you're going to be able to do with seven? Just play the guitar, you well, dumb you need that bastard. low end, you know? You oh, my God. You don't need that Make it sound shit. like you're slogging through mud on a swamp. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, dude. Um, this album is recognized as launching new metal into the mainstream. Oh, well, maybe I should be pissed about it. I never listened to Corn, but like, I don't hate this as bad as I thought I might. It's. Uh, that face just grabs my attention. Like, you can't stop listening to it. I'm like, yeah, feel it, man. Your He's strings. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're loose as hell. They're just rattling against the fretboard. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, Todd it, McFarlane. I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. The comic book creator, creator of Spawn. He did the album art for this album, and it's got a little girl. Pop scotching off a cliff and a bunch of kids waiting to follow her. Yeah, Corn always had some pretty melodramatic shit. 26 weeks on this chart, it peaked at number 17. I never would have listened to this back in the day. Because, I don't know, this just wasn't my thing. Yeah, no, I, I can understand. Whatever. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I, I've, I've always loved this song. Me too. This song has always been great. Dude, Lenny Kravitz can do whatever genre he wants. <laughs> Let's kick it. From the two-time platinum album, Five. I think that means it was his fifth album. Dude, this is the kind of alt-rock that was just so, like, commercial. Yeah. Dude, Lenny Kravitz is perfect for the radio. He's just an amazing artist for the radio. I mean, listen to his incredibly clean vocals. And the soul and the funk and the rock. He's got everything, man. Hell yeah. Come on, Lenny. Take it away. Yeah, I love this chorus right here. Here he goes. Good harmony. Yeah, man, I loved when this song was on the radio. 32 weeks on this chart. Went to number one. Spent two weeks there. Oh, yeah. I feel like there's no low end right there. Right, it's really just really trebly. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's 
Southwest Airlines like did an ad campaign featuring this song. Of course, I mean, kind of on the nose. Hey, it made Lenny some money. Hell yeah. Dude, shit, Lenny, capitalize on this, man. It's America. If you ain't capitalizing, you a bitch. (laughs) That is number 27. Lenny Kravitz, Fly Away. Love that song. Pretty great. Love. I know that it's a little repetitive, but I don't give a shit. I was a huge fan. A huge. Still, am a fan. I was. This is one of the ones I wanted to ask you about. Big fan. I I was. This is Marilyn Manson with the Dope Show, number twenty-six. I'm a fan. I am. And I was, you know, I started out being a fan because I knew that the people around me, um, they'd be scared. It would freak them out. But, no, I, I mean, was one of those. <laughs> for sure. I was going to a little Catholic school and, you know, you're the only one that listens to it. And people think you're dangerous. It was pretty cool. Yeah, man. I mean, again, like with corn, this is. I, I don't hate this as much as I always. No, dude, I it's pretty good. I mean, I really like it. I like my. That's basically just classic rock chorus, you know. Yeah. But I mean, like the imagery that went along with with this dude, I was. Yeah, I was. Well, you know, uh, Brian Warner, which is his. Uh, name given to him by his mother you gotta admit uh, he was fantastic at selling I mean I think he knows that that his shocking appearance and everything it was to sell records and make money he's brilliant at it it worked a million times fold he won and you know I don't know why he continues to try and do the same shit but I don't know I, I don't really know what I think Marilyn Manson, I think that that whole thing, it was like, this is going to be about maybe seven years. You're going to have about seven to ten years of doing this. And then it's just going to get really kind of like, eh, nobody cares. We're at like 20 years now. I mean, he's still around. He still plays big shows, but he just his impact has really kind of been blunted by the real world. Nothing is scarier than the real world. This is from his platinum third album, Mechanical Animals. Lots of nominees, nominated for Best Hard Rock Grammy, Best Cinematography, BMA. 21 weeks on this chart, peaked at number 15. Hmm. Marilyn Manson with The Dope Show. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. But um, I don't, I don't, I, yeah. Huh? Local H. Local age. All the kids are right. Number 25. Uh, there's one local age song I know. This, this isn't it. You heard no, it's not. It's not the copacetic song. <laughs> copacetic. <laughs> it's more upbeat than that. Knock it up a notch. Rocking was nowhere in sight. And it's 
This isn't that bad. Yeah, I don't hate it. It's not that bad. This is from the album called Pack Up the Cats. Thirteen weeks on this chart. It peaked at number twenty. Dude, not bad. Catchy, right? Yeah. Dude, yeah. This, this is pretty good. Fits right in with the stuff I listen to. Yeah, dude, that's a great bridge. You know, it reminds me of... I, I'm, I'm thinking of the show Pete and Pete right now. I, I don't know why. Got that Pete and Pete vibe. The Pete and Pete vibe. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Pete and Pete vibe. So yeah, I mean this this song didn't do a lot. Um, no Nami. The album didn't go gold or anything. And they were definitely more famous for the song Bound to the Floor. Yeah. Which, uh, had the word copacetic in the chorus. Yeah, that is Local H. All the kids are right. Um, this next song I could not find on Apple Music, so we're going to YouTube. S- Sprung Monkey with Get Him Out of Here. What? What? You know this band? I don't. This is from the album Mr. Funny Face. This is also on the teen movie, 10 Things I Hate About You. I don't. 10 Things I Hate About You, love that movie. When it gets to the chorus, this is kind of like a uh, wannabe Chili Peppers kind of thing. weeks on this chart it peaked at number 13 what, what do you think so far I don't like it I'm, I'm not inspired it's making me tired there's my poetry for this shit record scratching going on Oh, yeah. That is a bit chili peppers. Back when they were good. <laughs> yeah, this sucks. It's stupid. Now, who's this? Sprung Monkey. Sprung Monkey. You guys fucking. You know, you guys I recognize suck. the album art for some reason. It's got like this green face thing. Yeah, that is Sprung Monkey. Yeah, that's true. We're going to no, get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> too easy, guys. Dude, made that, it was, too easy. that was pretty good. That's funny. Here we have Days of the New. Oh. At number 23. With the downtown. Not t- 
not just peel and stand. I actually remember buying this record on the CD. But I never liked this song, actually. The album so now I'm very angry. Self-titled debut album. This song did go to number one on the mainstream rock chart. 15 weeks on this one peaked at number 19. Yeah, I kind of remember this. I don't like it, though. This guy was on an episode of Intervention. The vocalist? Yeah. Did he get clean? I think so. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Dude. You know the ones that never get clean are the heroin addicts. Yeah. Yeah, they never get clean. Stay away from the heroin kids. Yeah, kids don't do heroin. And adults. And, yeah. Me too. Adults. Or opioids or, you know, it's just... Dollars and heart, desperate and honesty. Uh, The Downtown by Days of the New. Yeah, that was lame. Not my favorite song. I I didn't like it. Lame. Dishwalla is back, but with what? a new song, Once in a While. When you Number 22. Eyes, it's a I'm getting a sense of a lot of groups that are coming with their kind of like second efforts. Right. And the efforts weren't as strong. Second efforts weren't just weren't there. Because immediately I don't like this. This is from their second album called And You Think You Know What Life's About. This is what it's like when a one-hit wonder tries again. They got 11 weeks on this chart, peaking at number 20. Out of obligation, you know. I, I th- yeah, I'm pretty sure the labels the like you got tired of playing uh, counting blue cars. Oh, it's Dishwalla again. All right. <laughs> that sounds like something. It sounds like. house thing song or something. Every day you want, every minute time. Yeah. This sucks. I don't like it. This, so far, I'm getting angrier and angrier. That's like the third shitball that we've heard. Sorry. I don't know. I can't even keep it's track. It might be the fourth or fifth piss crust song that... It's pretty crusty. That, ...that we've heard. I'm kind of bummed now think we're gonna go out on a good note we've got one more song left tonight number 21 semi-sonic <gasps> singing in my sleep oh, damn it not closing time Dan, I, I, you know i kind of want to hear closing time right now 
and how perfect it would be. I, okay, so I bought this album because of closing time, and I never liked it. Like, it just bored me, and I couldn't get into it. But listening to this now, I really like this song. Did you know that I think this guy, the lead guy from Semisonic, he actually wrote or helped Adele write a lot of her songs. I think I said that in another episode where I was making yeah. fun of how much she weighs and how much she sucks. She sucks, and she also sucks down food. Well, Too much of it. <laughs> this song is an ode to the art of the mixtape. Yeah, theory that a powerful mixtape is more likely to make an object of your affection fall in love with you. Check out this chorus. Yeah? You know what? That was pretty good. Isn't that good? Uh, you know what? I can hear his smile. And I, you know what? I, I, I approve. Okay, you, you hear the keyboard? Mm hmm. The drummer plays keyboards and drums simultaneously. Really? Yeah. Pretty cool. Try that on for size. Why don't you go try that, Phil Collins? Anyone can sing and play. But can you play and play? Damn it, that joke sucked. Fuck me. Try that, Max Savage. <laughs> Max Savage from Parquet Courts. Ah, oh, dude. Huge fan. They're a great band. Ah, oh, man. Parquet Courts fucking rules, man. Amazing. And Max Savage is the shit. Can we just talk about Max a little yeah. bit? Yeah. Dude, Max, such a cool guy. He's the quiet one. Ah, uh, yeah. And he, and he, like, he's graduating from NYU. Um, I think he is engaged. I don't, actually, I don't know. Maybe not. I might have that wrong. Good for him either way. Dude, either either way. No, look, Max. Max, you might actually end up hearing this. And if you, dude, I'm so proud of you. And, and you know what, man? I love you so much. I remember when that guy was a little kid. Hanging out with Andrew at, at my parents' house Giving when we were young. Choggy no nos. Choggy no nos. <laughs> Hell yeah, Max. So, number 21, Semi Sonic, Singing in My Sleep. 13 weeks on this chart, peaked at number 11. Catchy, great chorus. Yeah, not bad. Uplifting, a good way to close out our night. Hell yeah. We'll turn it down after this chorus. <laughs> Interesting chart. Yeah, dude. We had a Sean Mullins and Corn, Lenny Kravitz, Marilyn Manson. We did. I mean, wow, that was a what good a run right there. This is this is crazy. Fat Boy Slim and Smash Mouth Feeder. Feeder. Ah, thank you, Feeder. And thank that's you. just the top half of the chart. This is this is awesome. Dude, I'm excited. Yeah, I love doing this because you know, we start off with you know, the first 20 of the 40 of the 40 and 
you know, it, it kind of it, it's like a it, it's like a build up because you know that you know the super memories are probably gonna come next week. You know, from twenty to one, because oh, those man. are the ones that you know everybody was exposed to the most. There's more crazy stuff. I mean, I mean, looking at, I'm looking ahead right now, and some of the things. It's like I can't believe that's on the same list as Corn and Marilyn Manson. That's a, I that's cannot, insane. dude. I am so pumped for that shit. I cannot wait. I can't wait, dude. It's Holy gonna be shit. a good time. Fuck. Well. Check us out. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Twitter. At 1990-what-199-w-h-a-t. And you know what, folks? Also, make some time. Go check out Rock Candy. Those ladies are out there. They're doing it. They're pounding those beers away. Ladies, you know, uh, maybe maybe one day in the future we'll get together. I'll make us some Manhattans and... um, we can talk about yeah, music. Totally. Rock artist. candy. You guys do the beer and I'll do the uh well, yeah, I like beer too. I'll totally have some beer. Well, um club soda. Folks, this has been fantastic. Uh we, we, we love all of you very much. We really enjoy doing this. We we you know we're we're talking a lot of music now. Right now we're talking a lot of music, but we got we got a lot of plans for the future. It's not just going to be music. Who knows? You know, it'll be Legos. It'll be uh, lunch ladies. It'll it'll be Power Rangers. Power Rangers will be TV shows. It'll be th- uh, themes, film scores, f- films from the '90s, T-shirts from the '90s, uh, toys, dude, all of it. We're starting with music now, but the expansion, that fucking expansion, it's it's. It's going all over the place. I mean, it's it's gonna be, yeah. Um, oh, damn it, I'm running out. I'm fucking running out. <laughs> I'm Thanks so again tired. for listening. Thanks Consider again. Consider giving us a review on iTunes. Give us a review, guys. Yeah, tell your friends. Tell your friends, folks, ladies and gentlemen. This is 1980. What? Michael Joseph, and Adam Michael signing off, folks. Good night.